Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. The Post Analog Podcast. Hey, thanks for tuning in for this week's show. But before we get started, I want to thank our sponsor, Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from pro and college basketball to UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Go to the website on your phone, join and receive 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use your promo code BLEAV to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag is where the game starts. And rolling. Cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Um, Jukebox sessions. I don't know. Jukebox sessions. Yeah, yeah. And actually, these are some of my favorite, you know, because... uh, we already know whenever we talk about music, there's usually a parallel of where we're at, what we're looking for and stuff like that. So it's interesting to have uh, share my finds and then see if you find something uh, similar, you know? Sure. The difference uh, with this jukebox session and uh, let's try to find some music, um, let's say outside of urban music. And when I say urban music, it could be soul uh, hip hop, R and B, and I'll set it off this way, right? I'm just curious if there's other stuff you're finding, and I know you listen to a lot of stuff, and that's why I'm even asking this question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just gonna play a song and just see what it uh, it makes you think of, and maybe want to share. That's it. Just to parallel, mm-hmm. yeah, the sonic, and it, honestly, to be totally yeah. honest, it doesn't even have to parallel it. It's just. You hear this song, it makes me think of this, and I'm going to share this. Okay. That's it. So here we go. Wait, wait, wait. Don't tell me which movie this is fucking from. Ocean's 11. To be honest, it might be in there. I don't know. Or Ocean's 12. Probably is. But I don't know. I, I just... Found the song and liked it. But I totally believe you. Look at that shit. We love hip hop, we love RB, we love fucking glitch hop, we love soul, we love funk, we love it all, you know? And uh, maybe this is a chance to share some of those other influences, whether it's uh, music that was featured in cinema or, you know, soundtracks, uh, whatever, just different genres. Here's where, uh-huh. keep it playing. Okay, we'll just duck it down. Here's there. why I love mm-hmm. working with friends sometimes mm-hmm. is because the last time we recorded, I was uh-huh. talking about a house producer that decided to start playing jazz. Yep. Same moment yep. right now that I'm experiencing is I love this song. Dope. I knew Did you not were. know the artist is. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. However. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. 
Let's go ahead and hit uh, pause so I can yeah. play it here. Uh-huh. Or just uh, the uh, output. Uh-huh. So basically, Ocean's 12 is one of the most slept on movies ever. If you okay. ever seen Ocean's 11, uh-huh. Ocean's 12, people were like, ah. And I'm like, this is like a Fellini movie with the soundtrack. And then they used Rome and they captured mm-hmm. Rome so beautifully in the context of fucking 12 people robbing yeah. a museum. In Rome. Uh-huh. And I, I swear to God, uh-huh. there's also the context of it being a love story okay. about a guy chasing fucking hard for this for his badass bitch. Yeah, okay. And then, dude, this is... I'm gonna look like a big dipshit if this is the diff- if this uh-huh. is a different song. But that's the song. This is where Catherine Zeta Jones sees Brad Pitt being chased. That's crazy. This is one of my favorite scenes Ever. in the movie. That's so dope. I'm so glad I said it. I'm so glad I shared this song. I never knew this. Dude, look at her. She's stunned. She's fucking enamored by fucking Brad Pitt. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And then this dude, after being chased... Uh Uh-huh. While being chased, caught eyes with this woman and is fucking stunningly... Yeah. Enamored with this girl. Yeah. That's... Look at that. Yeah. And with that... And this is the perfect soundtrack for that moment. Yeah. It's one at one of the most famous cafes. Yeah. The color guard. Look, 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 yeah, look. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Like, this is kind of stupid for me to share. Uh-huh. One of the craziest movies we've shared. We saw Casino together. Yep. What was the other movie we just talked about in the previous recording? Mm. I don't remember. Anyways, mm-hmm. we saw that movie with Nicolas Cage and the prostitute. Um, at my house, uh, like, he's gambling all. He gambled all his money. Says, "Oh yeah, yeah." And he's, he's, he's trying to alcohol poison himself. Correct. Yes. Anyways, uh, we saw that, that movie, at my house. Yes. Uh huh. So I thought that was a uh-huh. a beautiful storytelling mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. between connected souls who are both fucked up. Yeah. This guy's a thief. This uh-huh. chick's a fucking fucked up bitch. Yeah. And then look. I love this. Um, they shoot them wide mm-hmm. in a dance floor, and only they have the light, and everything else is color grade. So, yeah, that's it, dude. Anyone? Yeah. Who wants cinema. to watch like a good movie that will surprise you? Uh-huh. Ocean's 12. Twelve. Yeah, that's fucking sick, dude. Look, like yeah. they're so into each other, dude. Yeah. Who uses overlay yeah. nowadays? Yeah. See, there's yeah. another transitional overlay. It's so amazing that you played that song. Dope. That's what it. Hey, you gotta go with the flow, man. That's what I'm saying. You Dude, never know where to go. This is like one of my favorite movies, and this is my favorite scene. Dope. I'm so. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Like live in the moment. Yeah, yeah. Or live to tape. Yeah. 
dude, all he thinks about is her. Yeah. And then now they're both in the opposing ends because now she's part of the law yeah. and he's part of the fucking thug stealing team. Yeah. Dude, there's no words. Yeah. It's just the music yeah. depicting the story of how they fell in love. That's crazy. That's, I mean, incredible cinema. Look, the transitions are like... It yeah. was, wasn't like... Normally, that would feel like, oh, you're forcing it. Yeah, yeah. Just a nice passage of time. Dude, you're watching a story. Lots of wides. Yeah. Pulling back. Yeah. Look how grand their love is. It's... They're yeah. by the beach. They're by a fucking private plane. Yeah. That's fucking super sick, dude. One of my favorite yeah. movies. Yeah. Ocean's 12. Yeah. No, that's super dope, dude. And for the listener, we did not plan this. Jukebox Sessions is fucking straight freestyle. That's why they're so dope. We have beautiful the moments planned. like that. Yeah. Honestly, dude, you know me. I'm, I love visuals that's why i moved away from music to focus on creating compelling visuals storytelling you know on a different way that is beautiful cinema and i didn't even know that that was the soundtrack to that scene and now that you're showing me i already you love have that to watch song, it you have to watch it and then now you're showing me like have you seen the visuals that went along with this song in oceans 12 bro have you seen oceans 11 yeah i've seen both okay. dude but Ocean's I 12. slept on it. I slept on it. Ocean's 13 is good too. Uh -huh. But Ocean's 12 is... I mean, it's stereotypical to say Fellini movie. Mm -hmm. But it's just... It's so color graded beautifully. It's so yeah. shot beautifully. Steven Soderbergh. That's his finest work right there. Dude. Damn. All right. Like no. to really enjoy the conversation. And mm -hmm. then for him to go wide. And then they're talking yeah. about something critical. It was just like, Wow. No, he's a great, masterful storytelling. That's all that is, you know? Yeah, so for, for me, it's just one of those things where it's like, um, it's, it's just one of those things that, that is, it feels painful, mm -hmm. or it could be loving. Yeah. I, I really appreciate, that's why, again, I love about Jukebox Sessions. You had no idea what I was going to fucking throw on. And like, how, how can I say it? Wait, I feel like the moment you had right now was the same moment I had when you were like, you know what song I love? Maureen Sade. I was like, get the fuck, fuck out of here. here. Like, no. Like, you I'm had, not turning yeah, this song. Yeah, fuck yeah, you, dude, motherfucker. Dude, die, motherfucker, yeah. die. You just had that Maureen moment. Right. You like, no, you fucking did it. That fucking song? Ocean's 12? Like, like. Yeah. Yeah, you you and Sin have to watch it. Yeah, no, did, I am. No, did you guys watch like Almost Famous, by the way? I loved it. Like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. great. No, and uh, now that you just showed me that snippet from the movie, Jesus Christ, dude. Dude. That's like. You will appreciate the color grading because yeah, you're a colorist. Yeah. You'll appreciate like, you know, because you've shot like uh, filmic purposes yeah. for video. Like. And the storytelling is, dude, the fucking comedy in it is mm -hmm. so sharp. Okay. Oh, shit. And dull. Right. Uh-huh. No, I'm down. And here's, here's, uh -huh. here's, you know, when we were shooting and testing, I was like talking about like filmic um, redundancy. Yeah. I don't want to give it away. Uh-huh. They have 
a movie writer's insider joke. Okay. Where they use someone real uh-huh. and in the movie. I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. It's mm-hmm. like it's like a movie with Johnny Depp, uh-huh. but he's playing Johnny Depp. What a trip. Okay. I, I am telling you, dude, uh-huh. it is one of the most slept on films. Okay. No, and I did. And, I'm, I'm guilty of it. Like, I want to go back and see it now. And to sound corny, mm-hmm. it, great ending. Feel good ending. All right. I like it. I'm on board, dude. No, that shit was epic, dude. And it made me more love this song that I recently discovered. Love it even fucking more. Yeah, I mean, okay. Mm-hmm. So... The context of that song mm-hmm. used in Ocean's 12 okay. is a yearn. Okay. Because one guy's a thief, uh-huh. one guy's part of the authorities. Okay. So I listened to this song, and mm-hmm. I'm surprised I'm alive because anyone else would mm-hmm. slit their throat. Mm-hmm. Is I listened to the song during a breakup. Okay. And I was straight out pussy whipped. Uh-huh. Coordinate. So, you know, yeah. whip that pussy you <laughs> you don't pussy where you whip that pussy. Yeah. You know? So this is probably the drabbest, uh-huh. saddest, but wonderfully written songs by okay. Amy Winehouse. Oh shit. Okay. And and w- what it's known for mm-hmm. is um part of the chorus. Okay. So, um and what I love about it is she's so Etta James and Sarah, uh, Sharon Jones, mm-hmm. but gives props to them. Okay. She's one of my favorite, like, top five female vocalists. She's a... Yeah. Uh, Amy Winehouse. So, right. um, here we go. Like, he can't win her heart, dude. Yeah. He just can't, yeah. dude. This, uh, and, and, dude, it's like the melody of the oh. singers. It's yeah. happy. Ooh. 
sounds happy, but it's the reverse. Yeah. I'm going to let it ride out, and I got something for you. Okay. But I want to show you the the keywords uh-huh. on YouTube okay. and how it autofills. Okay. It, it, it's amazing. Do it. Read the bottom one, if, if you can read that. I'm saying Amy Winehouse, he gets light, and no... Uh, no one is home. No one is home. Damn. So he's the light. Yeah. He's lighting up her home, but she's like, I, I can't connect with you, dude. Damn. And this guy is just persistent and trying to win her heart. I, I was that guy. On one of the last episodes we did, it almost seemed... you need this? I think I do, but hold on. Let me, okay. I'll even say this. On one of the last episodes, it almost seemed like you were making a pitch for l- lyrics being dead and how you prefer in- instrumental stuff. Yes. My point was we needed good lyricists because sometimes a good lyricist can articulate a certain feeling you're having. So for you, Amy Winehouse, when you were breaking up with this girl... Art- she broke up with me. Or, yeah, or whatever. I was the bitch. But no, no, it's okay. But no, but that's the thing. Amy Winehouse had a song that articulated that experience, that feeling. So you really connect with that that song. I think that was the point I was trying to make why. I, know, I love instrumental stuff too. I prefer instrumental stuff. I like being left to my own thoughts with a soundtrack. But every now and then, we have to realize... We're not so unique. You know, there's fucking billions of people on earth. I'm pretty sure someone else has gone through the same shit you're going through. You know what I mean? So there's kind of like a, a, a piece in that knowing you're not alone. Like, I'm sure someone else has like had a girl cheat on you or, you know, or broken up with someone you really were head over heels for. Like, it's a common human experience, sure. you know? But when you get an artist to like articulate that beautifully, uh, that's where lyrics are still important. You know? No, absolutely. I was you just know? it's just tough to find great lyrics. Yeah, like it in really the previous is. episode. It really no, I is. can't because then I'm doing the pulp fiction thing here. Huh. For the final episode, we'll be playing this new artist who collaborated with Benny Sings. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, so we're a little bit on this Pulp Fiction yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. chapterial thing. But um, yeah, like non-linear, you know? Like right, storytelling. Storytelling. Um, no, dude, but uh, you know, it, so when a really good lyricist comes along, it's awesome, dude. Like, I, again, I love instrumental stuff. Um, here, give me the fucking shit. Let's play an instrumental track. Uh, that just makes me feel good. And describing what you just went through, if I had gone through a, a breakup, you know, and I'm trying to cheer myself up, I'm going to play cheer up music. And sometimes that's a little bit more up tempo, a little bit more happy, a little bit more turn up, you know. But here we go. I think I have to like pot it up. Ready like the roads. Yeah. This song I can only describe as encouraging. Ready, like it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I like that. I feel good. 
you said we would get out of the urban scene. Fuck. Mm-hmm. That's true. I'm fucking. But house. Fuck not necessarily arm. Yeah. Fuck uh, it. Yeah, we're going with the flow. Fuck right. it. So <laughs> here we go. Because. Uh, Yes. For the audience, could you front announce who the yeah, artist and the track is? I can't even is? pronounce it to be honest. Is, with is it French? Yeah. Here, you try. <laughs> El yeah. Michels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> El Michels. Off fairs. Oh, this is gross soiree. Okay. Yeah. These kids, dude. They're monsters, dude. This is like beautiful. This was like, like you don't worry it. about the mix. Yeah. You yeah. don't. Yeah. This feels like, I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. Period. Like, next. Like, fuck it. I'm still dancing in the rain, basically. Like, I got this. Uh, can't kill my spirit. This is all the things that this song communicates to me. Like, I'm good. Um... What's up? This yeah. this is a very uh I have a list of shit to do and I'm gonna do it all to this track. Yeah. Watch and then uh encouraging right here. Just kinda keeps building. Ooh, that's like three different melodies to create that harmony. It's funny, when you showed up, my girl's watching that Donna Summer music documentary, Disco, you know? This has a disco vibe, but not to fucking knock disco, there was a lot of disco that just had this good fucking feeling, and to me, this feels, it has a very disco vibe to it, too, but it's like, it's all good, dude, like... I gotta get on Spotify. Yeah. I think I could be a better digger if I start doing. No, on Spotify. you get the real underground shit on Bandcamp. Yeah, like that's I, true. That's that's real talk. Like, you pull shit out of there that I'm like, I I'm not seeing that on Spotify. So, nice breakdown, and then it builds back up, and then I'll kill it. But again, uh, now I'll play for instrumental music is awesome, dude. Like, this is just. Well, because the listener dictates how to use it. Yeah. But but do you see what I'm saying? Like how yeah. the listener, yeah. I'm gonna use this for this mood. Yeah. Yeah. Where where sometimes lyrics will tell you this is sad. Yes. This is happy. But with instrumentals, the power of it is like I'm gonna use it for what my body and mind tells me to use it for. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like reading a book versus watching the movie. There's more left to your imagination. Right, you and know? you create yeah. the uh, the effect. Yeah. This is ending right now here. Okay, we'll let it play up. Yeah, it's literally going to end in like Oh, it's a video. Seconds. Oh, shit. That's no, no, right, that's right. It's just like a little, yeah. Just vibing out, dude. So that's Ooh, it. Oh, I got to hear that. Just that. That's right, dude. Let us let us vibe out to it. Amazing. If I can have yeah, the, uh, yeah. you, you know, I gotta find a way to connect the Bluetooth to the road, so that way you can just be hardwired, and I can just connect. Oh, yeah. We'll do that next time. 
So, um, but no, with these jukebox sessions, this is already going great. We're listening to like fucking Italian cinema songs and then going into like fucking disco-y house, you know? Um, uh, lyrics versus instrumentals. Yeah. Uh, so I have to find something that I guess is in that spirit. So this is, there's, there's a, um, a running chase to Emily Shepard. Because this is not okay. the name of the actual artist. Okay. He's using the name of a different artist. Okay. And he's putting out music under this artist's name. That's not him. Okay. Emily Shepard, Single Goat's Dream, right? Okay. Sick. God damn this yeah. joint, dude. I know exactly what song would perfectly with this next but this is super sick Woo! this is super dope I love this there's a Nate Dog song Nate Dog okay ooh you make my high come down oh shit <laughs> they use ooh, a Elvin Champagne King Come down, yeah, dude. You make it come all the way down. It's fucking dope and hilarious at the same time that he would flip it in that way. But it has the same like melody. Like this, his vocals on this would be insane, dude. Like I, like I, I love this. Yeah, it's so good, dude. Yeah, I, I, I love this. Yeah. Like it's no, it's just feel good, beautiful. Just you cannot if you're having a bad day, and this comes on, it's gonna change your fucking mood. It's gonna snap you out of it. Like oh shit, okay. Like, if I get a DUI, it'll be because of this episode. It's <laughs> <laughs> a feel good episode. Cheers, dude. you know, dude. Dude, the fastest I got from my house, from my garage ramp, yeah, to finding parking, yeah. Three and a half minutes. And I'm not speeding. That is the beauty of our proximity to each other. You know what I mean? Like you're going a very short distance. Not that I'm advocating drinking and driving. No. But you're not going to Downey right now. You know what I mean? Or fucking Anaheim. Sure. You're going down the street. This is super fucking super sick. Like this... If I get stressed from my mom and I listen to this, it makes me go, all right, Charles, don't feel sorry. Turn up. Do yeah. your do your fucking whatever yeah. the fuck you need to do. Yeah. No, so fucking fired you. Who is that? Who's the artist? That's the thing. Oh, that's right. It's under it's, a different... It's under Emily Shepard, but Emily Shepard, the real Emily uh-huh. Shepard, is like, dude, stop putting shit out under my name. <laughs> this... I'm not yeah, that artist. That's hilarious. But I love that trivia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good shit, dude. Please, even if if you're on YouTube right now, I'll send it to right you right now. now. Yeah, right send this to me right now. And then if you're Fucker. on YouTube, right there on your phone, sure, you have to play that song. And I'm assuming it's called like "High Come Down" by Nate Dogg. It's so good, dude. Okay. 
And just to show that we're not all bougie underground, like you know, we, we were talking about street cred earlier. Like, well, you're the bougie one when it comes to underground. That's I'm, true. You're I'm right. totally you're fucking. Right. I'll fuck a dumbbell yeah. bitch. <laughs> you're like, and cream. I'll listen to fucking pop. Who's this? Oh yeah, thank you, dude. Yeah, it, I'm just curious. Is it on there? A Nate dog? Hi, yeah, I think on. I found it. It's fucking gold. All these goddamn fucking commercials, mm-hmm. but they needed to monetize and make money, so. You are not my friend anymore. You make my tie come all the way down. All day. Give it a chance. Give it a chance. <laughs> Dude. Don't get bougie on me now. Look. Just hit the east side. <laughs> Listen to watch. It's I'm about, gonna tell Chris to unfollow you. And I'm gonna follow high, you. And the police pull him over, and he's like, "Fuck, you made my high come <laughs> 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 Look, 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 watch. Johnny Law. Here's the police. All in my rear view. Look. The next thing I heard was sirens. What am I supposed to do? Oh, you make my heart go down. To have a GoPro when you first discovered the song would be magic, dude. Oh, my God, dude. That's gold, dude. I got pulled over by the cops high as fuck. Damn, you just made my high come down. You know what, though? Props to Nate Dog for putting shit out. His voice is unique, dude. It, well, here's the thing. He's being himself. Yeah. Like, yeah. remember Chuck D used to be like, we love the Beastie Boys because yeah. they were just on the, their own shit. Yeah, yeah. They were being natural. Dude. So good, dude. Like, anyway, uh, we're talking about uh, the context of certain songs in certain environments. Uh-huh. Sorry. Of all the places, dude, like uh, recently went to a family wedding at a really good family wedding. They're going to play some like West Side shit. You know what I mean? And it's not going to be politically correct. And even though there's kids at the weddings, there's certain songs that are just going to get fucking played, you know? And uh, this is one of those songs like if it got played at a wedding, that would be hilarious, first of all. But it's very likely and it would absolutely work. Everybody would fucking love it, dude. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, because this has a groove to it. Yeah, it's fucking dope. But for whatever reason, that last song you played made me think of this song. It's literally like the same melody, dude. Okay. I'm the only reason why I'm thinking about this song is to mm. recuperate our fucking <laughs> reputation because of that garbage you just played. Jesus Christ. So I have to kind of match it. Uh-huh. Okay. Bring us is, back to a high level, right. please. Uh, okay, so oh, let me shit. play DJ Quick and Jay Black. Okay, I like it already. Love Quick. Quick's in the energy. hook is the master of All the right. song. Have to fucking save our reputation Dude, right now. And that last song would mix beautifully with this song. That same G funk. Yeah. That's what we call R and G. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Could you read that? It's under Frank Nitt. Yeah. 
2008? Uh, yep, 2009, I think. 2009. This has a slum V vibe, too. Yeah. Super slum V vibe. That's dope. That's like the perfect marriage of like G funk and fucking Detroit, dude. Like that JD sound. I've never really heard that. That's fucking dope. Yeah, it's, uh, and it makes sense. It's it's similar in a in a weird way. Like I can't even describe it. Yeah. Is that That's Dilla's boy No Frank Nitty Yes Frank Nitty Frank Nitty Yeah that's fucking dope dude Which by the way That's so smart That they had They knew Quick would work With Detroit That's a great matchup dude Sick Here let me Let me find another track that we compliment this and then mm-hmm. we can veer out this yeah. fucking madness. <laughs> <laughs> Again, look at the range. Italian cinema. Now we're in G Funk. How did we get here? You know what I mean? Right, yeah, totally. Like, that's That's a dope thing. Super sick. That's a great matchup. But I don't know, like, um, this is where I, I, I was talking to Ben Diggin. Mm-hmm. And I feel like singers will always have the longevity over rappers, but mm-hmm. Snake Dog is such the rare case, but he made it work with that last track. Yeah, he did. Mm hmm. You know, because like that he's normally loved. he's super loved, dude. That's and uh, another tragic loss, like in Amy Winehouse. You know, yeah. And and to be honest with you, like Nate Dog, I feel like that there has to be like some kind of like funk OG. Rock and Roll Music Hall of Fame because he would be like the godfather oh, yeah, yeah. of that for sure, for sure. Because with with that, you know, I feel like he is. It's what's the name of that actor, Bill Macy? He's like in Showtime's um, Shameless. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in The Cooler. So he's one of those like indie darling actors mm-hmm. that are also known. Yeah. Right. I feel like he would be like the parallel artist for singing and rapping. Do you know who Bill Macy is? I think I'm pretty sure if I saw him, I would know him. Right. Um, no, and uh, people finding their own lanes. Like, I don't know who coined that term. It's probably Snoop, but like, yeah, like R and G. Like, it's gangster R and B, you know? And that's awesome because that's its own thing, you know? And he is the godfather of that shit, you know? And, and, and you know, that I think, like, would Falk... It, was that strictly an L.A. thing? Like, right. that, that, that uh, rap version of it? I'd say so, yeah. Because the East Side had a similar thing, but it was, it was, I don't know, more smooth, 
not as like raw, like as like, you know, West Coast gangster stuff mixing with R and B, you know? Um, I don't know. So I was trying to look for the artist uh-huh. to compliment that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she was on the Black Eyed Peas Estero. Okay. Stay a while. I'm trying to look for her fucking songs, dude. That I think that this is like totally 2000s mm-hmm. throwback shit. There you go. I think it's it? called Superheroes. Oh, I like that track. Um, I love that track. This is when KCRW, or I would listen to KCRW and like, mm-hmm. I would listen to them and go like, okay, what's hot out there? Okay. Pre-blogs and... Yeah. Like, this is like the more Chiba era. Yeah. This is a classic. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I guess this would be like the alternative funk. Yeah. No, it's still super sick. I'm shocked she actually worked with that Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. Yeah, this song is gold. Dude. It's a classic song. Like this is like like what we were coining like popular underground. Yeah. Drums are a little low, huh? Yeah. It's a, I don't know, vulnerable sounding track. That's the vibe I mainly get from it. Just a vulnerability. That's beautiful, dude. Like, and maybe that's why the drums are low. It's like to... To highlight. Yeah, the vulnerability. Yeah, it's super sick. See, like the hip hop head would be like, man, turn up those drums. Yeah. But it's yeah. fine. Exactly. The way it is. Sense. Yeah. like that harp yeah it, to tie it back like it feels very yearn love yeah like that first song that you played keep it playing I'm just looking something on my phone really quick but yeah I, I love this song it's a classic fucking joint undeniable You know, to tie it with like the early 2000s, the 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 uh, the club scene or the uh, the scene back then was really dope. Yeah, like popcorn on sunset, sound lessons, fucking firecracker. Yeah. There you go. Sick. All the change-ups. Yeah, I, I love this though. I got a song to follow that. It seems like another running theme that we're also running with right now is like uh, really good female vocalists. You know, Uh, this is more of a a girl who does folky stuff, but somehow made it work in the context of a KCRW audience and is popular underground. Uh, Play. Portis head threads. Okay. Plural? Yeah, Portis head, and then the song is threads. Oh, no. 
So right now there's mm-hmm. a commercial, so let me yeah. go ahead and pot it up. So just strong time. female vocals, poppy, but also even kind of dark, but fucking sick and stripped down and raw. And the ending of this song is fucking powerful, dude. This music must have glamorized drug use. Dude, it's just like, or yeah. Tired, tired of my mind. I'm worn out thinking about how I'm always all, I'm always so unsure. guess we were talking what specifically made me think about this song at the last song i was saying there was a vulnerability to it this is again a song that's very vulnerable a girl saying i'm just always unfucking sure like i feel like i have no fucking clue what i'm doing you know what i mean it's a song to express that and it's done so beautifully dude like and then wait if you don't mind just fast forward right to the ending just the way this song ends. Okay, back up just a little bit more. Watch. Okay, so it's the build up. She's like, fuck, I'm fucking, I don't know what the fuck. This is like the end of the song and like, fuck. Look. She's fucking wailing like a banshee, dude. But watch. Must have been incredible to see live. Oh my god. Goosebumps again. Look. She's just, I mean, screaming from the depths of the show. And then look at this instrumental right now. See, this is the Nathan who's into like movie soundtrack. Perfectly said. funk mob with sample that's and throw that you know and then I could see like the funk mob sampling that shit and running with it and flipping the that's fucking retarded dude like just to express that kind of fucking anger and it's just going it's it's interesting because during that time there were so like the 90s is still powerful, but the most common thing spoken of in the 90s is the hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. But like, you know, like I was a big grunge guy. Mm-hmm. If you remember in high yep. school, it's like in the Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, yeah. Nirvana, Nirvana. The, that whole grunge yeah. sound. Porno and, for Pyros. And, and, uh-huh. and it was Jane's Addiction. Yep. And, and it was interesting because um, it felt like people from that mountain... The mm-hmm. alternative mountain from 
the hip hop mountain mm-hmm. all respected each other. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. the way punk and hip hop respect each other, like Fat Five Freddy yep. and Blondie, right? Yeah. Yeah. They well said. respected each other. Yeah. But you guys are both the dogs barking loudly that are gutter punks. Yeah. Uh huh. You yeah. know, and I felt like during that time between, um, you know, this more Chiba down tempo sound. Mm, yeah. And then you get into like Portis. The, the explosion of like trip hop. Yep. Uh huh. Everything but the girl, Portis head. Right. And uh-huh. then you round it out with hip hop and like what was labeled as modern rock that would play at KROQ 106.7. Yep. Uh-huh. It was really a massive tidal wave of music selection. Yeah. Great music, dude. Uh-huh. And they were like played. On top 40 charts. I think to circle back to an earlier question, you were like, what have you learned from doing this podcast? Mm -hmm. And I think we can say that every generation has had their fucking heat. You know, there was heat in the 90s. There was heat in the 80s. There was heat in the 70s. There was heat in the 60s. We can go all the way back 30s, 20s. Like every generation just stepped their game up, you know, and they had something to to add to the vocabulary or language of music. So uh, I'm going to add five more minutes if that's okay. No, we'll cap it. Go for it. Um, Just so that way our listeners won't slit their throat. Uh Uh-huh. So (laughs) yeah, that's true. And then a positive note. Who was big back then was Yukimi uh, Nagano. Uh Um, And this says going to sound trite and forced to like be happy. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, this was like, really big um at that time is uh when she would work with coop okay which some of them i do believe were like with at jazz Mm -hmm. so this is like bright feel good fucking let's use the indie fucking asian girl i remember the song right yeah super dope i love it yeah this is a beautiful song I loved yeah. No, I still love this song. Yeah. Though those graphics are kinda ahead of their time, huh? Yeah, they are. I love this yeah, song. It's super dope. And again, mm-hmm. the vocals are like the volume. Yeah. This the sonic presence is vo- it's like an instrument, like you said. This shit makes me feel yeah, good, dude. It, it, no, it's cool. And another classic, classic. Yeah, dude. If you contribute any kind of music where you can, like, sort of definit- definitively say, like, I added like a a peg to the wall. You know what I mean? Like this is like a notable moment. This is like a notable moment in the lineage of music. You know, right? Because it's like it spawned like at jazz, yep. jazz and Nova. Then it felt like it was brave to release like Afronaut. Yeah, the yeah. the broken beat sound. Yep. So with that said, then she was with a group mm-hmm. that she spearheaded called Little Dragon. Oh shit! Right. So this to me was. I didn't like, know that was the same. 
That's crazy. I didn't singer. know that. I did not know that. That's but this dope. is like, for me, like I love when they experimented with drum machines. Okay. So this is it. Dude, fucking she murders this song. Mm -hmm. Well, the band does too, mm -hmm. so. Dude, the fucking bass line, the synth bass line is fucking tits. Cool. All right. My God, I'm like Yukini Nagano yeah. got this. Wow. Can you see the date? 2007. Wow, dude. Come on. From the start, love was swaying, bouncing, orchestra playing loud. Amazing. This would have banged in your fucking truck, dude. My, my forerunner. Yeah. I think it's jukebox yeah. uh, jukebox session number five. I think because I mastered uh -huh. or mixed a couple that we were going. It was a good segment, dude. Like, I'm telling you. Like, again, from the very beginning, I loved your Maureen moment of the fucking Ocean 12's track. You were like, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, like, okay. Like, let's go, dude. Like, right. You know? That was right. dope. That was really... It was so important for me. Yeah. I, uh -huh. I could have simply just said, like, oh, yeah, that was in Ocean. But I had to, like, play it for you. Yeah, no. To see the visual. No, and it was, uh, it was even cool to see, like, that moment actually made me realize how much of a cinema buff you are. Even the way you described that scene. Like, you knew exactly where the transitions were. You're like, look. Boom. I haven't seen it in yeah. like 10, 12 years. But it was like, yeah, and it was. It's, that's great storytelling, great cinema, and um, 
fuck, man, you pair good music with good cinema. That's fucking powerful. And obviously it made an impression on you, you know? And it's like, and now like you seeing it, you're like, motherfucker slept on this shit. Like, so wait, uh-huh. how did you find that joint? I just try to mix it up, bro. Like, um, I want to, perfect example. The other day, we just barely did our taxes, you know? My tax guy is also a DJ. So when we were doing our taxes, he's always trying to impress me with playing. Which he won't. No, he does, actually. Oh, he does. He, he okay, pl- good for he you. He plays good music while doing my taxes, you know? So this last time that we showed up there, even Cynthia was like, damn, Joseph, you're playing some shit. He was playing instrumental Japanese funk from the 60s. And he found this as a playlist on YouTube. And he just fucking dropped it. And he's like, yeah, I've been finding all this cool instrumental music lately. And he goes, so my latest find is this shit. And yeah, it's Japanese instrumental funk from the 60s, dude. I was, so I'm going to pay attention to that. There's something so fucking different. Italian soundtrack cinema music, fucking dope. Uh, Beth Gibbons folk music, dope. This house song that sounds like disco, dope, bring it. You know what I mean? All this new school R&B, dope, bring it. Like mixing it all up, you know? And that's what I do miss about DJing. But actually where this podcast is so much fun for me, um, when you're DJing, it's an opportunity to show all that influence in a set and making it all work, you know? And it's interesting in this context to see how it works. I mean, again, we we're just joking earlier. Like, dude, how did we go from Italian cinema music to like G funk? You know, right. like, but we did, and we fucking recorded it. That's how we got there. You know, right? Um, so, and then to even end up with the track you just played by Little Dragon, like, that's quite a ride, dude. And in fifty minutes, a typical DJ set, hour ninety minutes. So you're doing that same thing, trying to take people on this musical journey over a a small amount of time. And that's what I do like about these sessions. I may be incorrect, but I think I am correct. Mm -hmm. Jukebox Sessions number five, Post Analog Podcast. Signing off. Boom. The Post Analog Podcast for Generation X. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.